Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. Welcome back to the Nancy Lawrence podcast. So good to be here. Thank God we're not dead. Sars has not killed us. Thank God. And we're so grateful. Um, I would have done a podcast earlier than this, but I've been so, so, so busy during the week. I've been so busy. I'm so busy to the extent that whenever I come back from work, I get so tired that immediately my head is touching my pillow. I let it fall asleep immediately, and I'm not even exaggerating. That's the level of how my tired is tired. But thank God today is a weekend, and so I decided to do an episode because I've always wanted to do an episode for you so welcome 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 if you're just listening to me for the first time you're welcome and if you listen to my last episode i'm honored thank you guys so much i can't even believe the number of listeners i got i'm so grateful you guys are the real mvps thanks fam so moving on um we know what's happening we have the NSAS protest that is going on we have the end police brutality and SWAT and it's really so sad that it took us this long to do this but I'm so happy on the other hand because Nigerian youths are coming together not minding our religious differences our tribe differences you know everything we're not even minding everything but we are coming together we are standing strong for our rights and making sure the government do something about it i can never be prouder 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 to be a nigerian youth yes kudos to everybody that has gone out for the protests and for those of us that we didn't join like the protest but we are still protesting online retweeting the hashtag and sars and swats and everything and police brutality and worry and that's a strike please don't end worry also a revolution we know thank you very much anyways um we're going to say short prayer for our country nigeria and we're also going to say short prayer concerning the end swats and sars and protesters that are out there protesting on our behalf now first thing we we pray for they stand in gap as protesters. So we're going to pray for the protesters out there. We're going to pray for ourselves because it's not actually not easy. I've not been out for any of the protests, but trust me, I'm protesting in my place of prayer for the protesters, and we're also praying for the government to intervene. Yes, I've been doing that. So that's my own little way of you know contributing and even the protest they did yesterday at Songo Ota here for the end bad river and the end protest I was not able to go there but I was able to support in my own little way so if you are out there if you are listening to me and not join the protest physically please make sure you join the protest online and you can support the protesters with anything that you have so today and right now let's support the protesters that are out there with our prayer so moving on and so i heavenly father we thank you thank you for nigeria we thank you because you're a faithful father to each and every one of us in this country we thank you because you love us because if you didn't love us all this wouldn't be happening we wouldn't be fighting for our right you thank you because you opened our understanding to know that an end has come to everything the government are doing against us we thank you because you've kept us thus far and we thank you because you've given us the grace to be able to do a protest because if 
you have not given us the grace the strength the power the ability we won't be out there protesting for our rights in this country and as youths of nigerian so that we are saying thank you for everything you have done so far from day one of the protest today is making day 11 of the protest thank you because you are there for us thank you because you are our strength thank you because you are our protector in as much as evil is going here evil is occurring everywhere from the um from the um hoodlums that disrupting the protest we just thank you because you have kept us and that we also thank you for the lives that have been lost that we know that they did not they did not just die anyhow because thank you because we will forever be in our hearts we pray for all the families that have been affected that we thank you because you are going to be there for them we thank you because you are going to comfort them and we thank you because you are going to be our strength and be their strength in the name of jesus that we thank you because you are going to give the protesters strength to carry on with their protest we thank you because you would not allow any of the protesters to fall sick all the protesters across our country nigeria from lagos to abuja to potakot to oshun oshobo um Abia State, all the states in Nigeria, Akwaibom, Bono, KB, Kano, Daddy, we thank you because you are the strength of all the protesters. Thank you because you are going to be for them. And Daddy, we thank you according to your word that says the heart of the king is in the hands of the Lord. Daddy, we commit the heart of all those that are in place of power to listen to our cry. Daddy, we pray that you turn their hearts. We thank you because you have turned their hearts in a way that is going to suit us Nigerian youth in the name of Jesus. We thank you because you've made them to listen to our plea. I will thank you because you are giving us a new nigeria daddy thank you because you've answered our prayer thank you because we know that you've done it for us and thank you because we know you are giving us a new nigeria blessed be your name oh god for in jesus name we pray amen 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 so once again welcome to the nancy lawrence podcast um in my last episode I asked that you send in your questions, your questions rather, so you would know the voice behind the podcast. I don't know if that makes sense anyways, yes. So I said I asked that you send in your questions and I'm going to answer all your questions. And most of the questions I got were from Facebook and I got a few from Instagram and um um WhatsApp. My WhatsApp is my private space. People that are on WhatsApp, there are people that, that know me pretty that know me well not so but then anyways I got a few questions from WhatsApp. I got over fifty questions, guys. And most of the questions I was getting, they're all relationship, my sexual life, guys. Come on. That's not the only thing to know about me. And besides, those things are really, really, really personal. Anyways, so I'm going to be answering some of the questions I got. I have a total of 15 questions and I may not be able to answer all the questions today. But let's see how the Holy Spirit is going to help because I plan on doing a 10 minute podcast and this is already 7 minutes. So let's go. The first question is, what is your name? My name is Nancy Lawrence Oinechiku. Where are you born? When were you born? Rather, I was born in December 1997. You look like a Yoruba girl. Are you? No, I'm from the Igbo tribe. I'm from Abia State to be precise. So what do you do? I'm a student. I'm a fashion designer. Yes. Um, <laughs> let's say I'm a student, a fashion designer and an entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, I've watched you for a while now. You seem proud. 
very funny because why i said very funny is because um the first impression people have about me is that i'm a very proud person i've come i've seen a lot of people coming at me like oh my god i didn't know you were this friendly i thought you were so proud the first time i saw you you were such a proud person well i don't know i don't know what your opinion is about me but deep down in my heart i'm not a proud person those that know me really know that i'm a very sweet person i'm like a friendliest person although i may put up a i don't smile i'm not the kind of person that smile my smile is very scarce you only see me smile when i'm in the midst of my g's or you know when i'm comfortable around you let me put it that way i only smile you cannot just see me smiling when i'm on my own i'm smiling no I have a very hard face so that's why I appear as being strong being proud and I'm not a person that if I don't know you not like I'm not friendly with you if you approach me sure but I really don't know how to start a conversation I really don't know how to make friendship unless you stretch your hands of friendship towards me and I will accept but I'm not a kind of person that stretch out a hand of friendship immediately I'm meeting you I need to know you and then when you know me that I'm an angel an angel yeah angel <laughs> anyways uh, moving on um how do you handle your fears and disappointments wow oh my fears and disappointment the first thing i do is to sleep <laughs> i would first of all sleep then when i wake up i will know what to do i just tell my fears to god yes because i've been in a situation i i, I this um i'm this kind of person that I get scared. Okay, I don't want to use the words. I have a lot of fear in me. Yeah, because probably when I was growing up, my parents instilled a lot of fear in me. So that fear for them, I have also like put it in fear of doing things. Fear of what if I don't do this? Well, I just give it a try. I give it a try. I really do give it a try, and I pray about it. If I'm scared or if I have fears concerning a thing, and I really can't take away the fear from my head, I just pray, to, and then I ask the Holy Spirit to just help me so that is one of the ways i handle my fears i pray about it i sleep over it trust me i sleep over it. when i sleep over it and i wake up i always have a new like i always have this feeling of like i've overcome my fear when i sleep over them and i pray about them then my disappointment i cry <laughs> how i handle my disappointment i cry when I cry, I cry out the disappointment. And as I'm crying out my disappointment, I'm telling it to God. And immediately I cry and I tell it to God. The Holy Spirit just keeps comforting me and assuring me that I'm going to get better things. He has better plans for me. That's just how I do it. My fears, I sleep and I talk to God. My disappointments, I cry them out and I talk to God about it. And then He comforts me in every area. So, um, let's say... What are your life goals? My life goals. If I begin to tell you my life goals, you get this podcast is going to enter one hour. It's going to have like a duration of one hour. But then my life goals to mention just let me just mention one. One of my life goals as a person is to make sure that a lot of people that are attached to me, they see the light yes this is when i'm talking about the light i'm not talking about nepal light i'm talking about the light of christ that's one of my life goals where a lot of people would say that oh my god thank god 
God used Nancy to bring me to the light, and that is one of the things I do. I struggle to do. Not like I struggle because I don't struggle because the Holy Spirit has given me power and might. But one of the things that I always make sure I do is to bring people to light. Today I was having um, a conversation with one of my younger cousins. He finished writing work and he's turned is um, in between choosing what he wants to learn, pending the time when Wyek results will come out, he's going to write jam and get admitted into a university. His dad is asking him to learn computer, but he actually wants to learn photography, fashion designing or phone repairs and computer repairs and he doesn't know what to do. And then he came to me and he was like, Sister Nancy, what should I choose? And I said, I can't choose for you, but you can talk to the Holy Spirit about it, you can tell God about it and then he will tell you what to do. And he started laughing. Aha. Nancy doesn't mean that the Holy Spirit will come and tell me in my ear or he will come in a dream and I just laughed in as much as I made a joke out of it later I called him and told him that you need to be in that position where you will hear God speak to you and you can only do that when you are in his light when you have a relationship with him so me talking to him he just stirred up that anger that Nancy you are not closer to reaching one of your life goals because if I am closer to reaching my life goals my cousin that stays with me would not be having that kind of mentality that we got you know i don't know if you like i don't get i don't know if you get what i'm trying to say but one of my life goals even if i i don't have all the riches in the world one of the things i want to do one of the things i'm passionate about one of the things that i have like i want to do as a person one of my goals in this life is to make sure that a lot of people come to christ through me not that because it is one of the commandments but it's just because it's something i have passion for i want people to enjoy what what I'm enjoying so I'm already talking too much on that that being said let's go to the next question what weird habits do you have hmm. weird habits weird habit weird habit do I have any do I hey yes I have oh and my friends will bear me witness so you know that moment when you're having a serious conversation and everybody's serious in this conversation my friends and I were talking and then I will just release gas. <laughs> and you know the funniest thing? When I release the gas, I will release it on my hand and I'll put it in the person beside you. Oh my god, if you are sitting down beside you, sorry. And then my friends will begin to shout. And I always love the frustration I see on their face. It always gives me joy because they like to bully me a lot. And that's the only way like I get to bully them back. So will I call it a weird habit? Yeah, it's a weird habit, it's something that I don't do 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 but I do it when I'm amongst my friends. So um are you single or engaged? If single, what's your spec? Well, I'm not engaged, I'm not married, I'm single. I'm still resting and waiting for God's best gifts for my life. And what is my spec? Guy, I don't have a spec. I don't want to say I don't have a spec, but I have this understanding that God will just give me the best for him. But let's say not spec, but I have I do have a checklist. If you approach me and then you give me a proposal, if you are not something close to what my checklist is saying, you know you're supposed to say, Okay, I will go and pray about it. I'm not even telling you I'm going to pray about it. I'm telling you, Uncle, no. Immediately. Though I have my checklist, he must be a lover of God, he must be purposed, 
driven his purpose must align with mine or my purpose no we shall must have alignment of purposes and he must be a man that loves god he must be a man that is rooted in the world he must love god more than me <laughs> guy if you don't love god more than me i really don't know but still on still i trust god for his best will for my life so let's say this peck habit tall short dark yellow uh, no i don't i don't i don't what do you love doing mm. i love cooking i love cooking i love trying out new delicacies you know i love treating my family to lovely meals you know dishes um, I, uh, yeah yeah i just i just i love cooking cooking is one of the things i love doing i love traveling although i'm scared of the road I had an accident in 26 no in 2018 and since then I've reduced the way I travel but I love to travel I love I love enjoyment I love enjoying myself and yeah well, I love reading I love reading books I love music I love to sing and I love I don't know I love a lot of things but they're just escaping my head right now so next question how do you handle pressure from the opposite sex hmm, how do you handle pressure from the? i'm not even going to put myself in a position where someone from the opposite sex is going to pressure me no you can't put me you can't pressure me why why would you pressure me in the first place if you are disturbing me too much i will just report you to god if you begin to disturb me i would report you to god after reporting you to God, I will report you, if, especially the married men, I'm so sorry to say, I will report you to your wife. If I know you are a married man and you are abused, I would not like I will report, though I've not done, I've not reported any man to his wife before, but I always threaten, guy, if you keep disturbing me, I will report you to your wife. Very funny, but I know like I'm going to do it anyways, but that's one of the things I always, I'm quick to say. If you disturb me again, I will report you to your wife. And for the young guys, I think... Like um, I have this, like I said, I'm, I'm I don't have a friendly appearance, so I would not even like stretch. If I know, if I, I'm just kind of person that if I get close to you and I realize that you are coming in that direction, I cut you off immediately. Please, you cannot come and give me stress. So I, I don't really think I have problem handling them. I straight up, straight up, straight up. I'm not doing. I'm not doing. I'm not interested. I'm not interested. And if you want to give me a headache, I report you to God simple how has your work with god been hmm. this is a very very tough question anyways my work with god i'm just grateful to him because he made me see the light at a very tender age in as much as growing up as a child or growing up while working with god i've fallen i've known i've fallen backslided a lot of time but i'm just grateful to god for his grace that keeps bringing me back to him and drawing him drawing me closer to him yes i'm just grateful for that kind of grace because it's actually not easy there are days when i'm just tired of you know tired of everything like i really don't know but it hasn't really been easy but you know one thing he said in his word my grace is sufficient for you it has been his grace all along it has not been by my own doing it has just been his grace coupled with where i grew up the kind of environment i grew up with but i just have this i have this um guideline i have this thing that keeps guiding me in fulfilling my life goals 
of bringing people to light i need to remain in him i need to keep working in him to be able to fulfill purpose in this life because i feel like everybody has a purpose in this life and to fulfill your purpose and know your purpose you need to remain with god and because of the love i have for him i try as best as possible to remain in him because it's all i've got it's all i've got even family family cannot love me the way god loves me the way christ loves me so the only way i can repay not like i'm a perfect person or i'm saying there are days where i fuck up and i just cry i feel hot but his grace is just sufficient for me let me put it that way um i still have a lot of questions here but i think i'm going to draw the curtains here i still have a lot of questions probably i'm going to do um, a part two of get to know me tag will be much much later because we have other pressing issues to attend to that's been said this is the little you can know about me i've been as transparent as any other thing anything that you know transparent as what i know what is very very transparent yes i've opened up all the questions i answered i answered nothing but the truth so Thank you for clicking and listening to me. It's been a lovely time with you. I was very bored during the day. I was a little bit sad, but talking on my podcast now, just, you know, talking to you guys, sharing with you guys, it just lit up my night. I think I'm going to bed smiling because I just feel a body. I felt a body in my heart during the day and the body is kind is off let me put it that way so do not forget we need to keep praying for our country nigeria for this brutality need to end we need to end sars we need to end swat but this igp is very funny from sars to swat under how many hours minimum of 24 hours it disbanded sars is bringing up swat again till next time family i love you and please do not stop praying for nigeria nigeria needs your question needs your prayer Mm. i'm already tired (laughs) bye guys